right now. We're going live. Well, I'm waiting for the button to turn. It, it's going to be your starting in. I'm waiting for the button. If you were going to count three, two, one to end this live video, start, Facebook would get you every I'm time. I'm waiting for the button. I'm waiting for the button. I'm waiting for the button. The button has not said button. it's on. It hasn't given me the red light yet. It did, actually. I just didn't tell you. Yeah, I know. I figured. <laughs> That's why I'm talking in a weird voice, man. I don't do this naturally. He does. This is actually his normal voice. This whole rest of it that you hear the whole rest of the time, you'll hear this, is his, his fake no. voice. This is no. his normal voice. This is fake. This is totally this is real. This is like the Matrix. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Okay. It's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. Doug Henning used to be like, it's an illusion, everybody. Come, I want you to see <laughs> the illusion. I, start, I started diving into a little bit of a, um, the guy from uh, The Simpsons, the, the Irish guy. Okay. For some reason. I, my voice, it was weird. I know who you mean. Can't do it now. I, I can't figure it out. I had it for a, a half of a second. I talked too much. That's what that's what that's what happened. There's only one voice I can do from the Simpsons. It gets me in trouble. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can do that. I can't. <laughs> Got to do it silently. Well, but I mean, your okay is so. Okay. It's so. Man, don't say nothing about my hair. It. it... Don't say it. feels so pure to your inner being. How about that? Say Ote one more time and I'll see if it... <laughs> no. No? No. You actually look more like Buckwheat's little sister, to be honest. <laughs> Buckwheat's little sister? Buckwheat's little sister. That makes no sense. Then you... Did, that, they, ever do, did they ever do no, an adult Little Rascals? No, because I'm telling you, Buckwheat had a little sister. Did he? In the Little Rascals. There was a little, there was a little black kid. Oh, really? And... Your hair is more. Okay. Hold on a second, folks. We have more <laughs> questions. What was the name of Buckwheat's sister? What was her name? Marmalade. No, bro. That don't make no type of sense. None of y'all looked that up. This man is stupid. That that comparison makes no sense. At all. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, this is the Matt Marmalade show. No. Marmalade. No. <laughs> that's so... No. You know, that's way too long. This is the Madelaide show. My Lady Marmalade. <laughs> I should Madelaide my way out of this room. <laughs> Insults. Hey! Don't get so squanchy over there. Man. Watch where you're squanching. Man, I will. You're obviously squanching wrong I will here. Squanch wherever I want. Hey, you squanching over there? I'm squanching over here. You squanching? Yeah. Just doing a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to join? I'll be done in a minute. The funniest question in the world is: So, are you guys like doing something serious there, or are you just idiots? No, we're just we're just. We're just dumb. <laughs> We just like to joke around. Everybody looks at me and goes, so you say you don't know anything? I'm like, yep, that's where I'm at with it. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, you ever you ever been in the middle of saying something really insightful, and then your brain just completely, like, goes blank on you? Usually, it's when marmalade busts in.
that sounded sexual for some reason. I was trying to figure out where the joke was. Like, I couldn't figure out where the joke was. I was like, that was funny, but I can't figure out why. Fuck me, little sister's name is Marmalade. <laughs> oh my god. You need little plastic clippy bows. No. 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 She had little plastic clippy Never. bows. Never. Never. I've walked out the house with my hair looking all kinds of I want you to know crazy. he's a deep sleeper. But I will tell you right now, I will never walk out the house with little plastic bow things on my head. Cut, somebody somebody cut this together with a picture Challenge. of me with, like, the bow. This going to happen Except in the future, it. you know, so I'm telling you all right now. Cut this together with a picture of me with the little bow things, the little plastic things on my head. I'm telling you, it's going to be hilarious. So now, I need to figure out a way. Mm. Get a picture of me. Oh, no. It's outside not. Outside of the house. It's not No, 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 no. This oh, outside what? of the house. With bows on your hair you don't know are there. I just, I just gotta catch you in the middle if of the I night. Ever, if I ever, ever do that, I'm not gonna leave the house. Like I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna leave the safety of my house. My, my point is, I'm gonna sneak him into your hair when you're not looking in the middle of the night while you're sleeping, and without you knowing that you have bows in your hair, you'll have bows in. There's your no hair. way I won't know because I look in the mirror too much. There's a whole back section. I look section. in the mirror every day. There's a, there's a whole back section you don't pay no attention to. I would feel I, it. I would feel it. I would I would I would know. Trust me. I fiddle with my hair enough. I look in the mirror enough. Come on, man. Like there's no way I wouldn't know. Well, let's end this chapter. <laughs> Today we're talking about chapters. <laughs> Yesterday it was stories. Yeah. The funny th- okay. You ever feel like it's the end of your end of the world? Yeah. Right? Like, oh my god, this is, whatever thing is going on, you're like, oh my god, this is the end. I will say a lot less than, 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 than I used to, but yeah. Well, the, okay, so, like, in major breakups and major this and major that's, where mm-hmm. it feels like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Because we react to the end of each chapter, mm-hmm. like it's the end of the whole book. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Oh my God! The world is ending, and then you right. turn the page. I mean, there's another chapter. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that like most of the most of the maybe sequels. Most of the changes that I've gone through in my life, I've been able to handle like pretty well, uh-huh. and I've been able to adjust to them. There's been a couple though that I would say like really like had me thinking everything was over and I couldn't come back from this. But most of it, it was like it was mostly just me in my head, and very quickly I could think like okay this isn't the end but you still this still really hurts though the wild you know? so take those moments take mm-hmm. the, the two or three there that you were talking about mm-hmm. end of the world end of the chapter right and obviously not in the book you're here right obviously but you got through those right you turned there was another chapter there was another page something else happened yeah. something good even right or things moved in the other direction. Whatever. Yeah, things moved somewhere and sometimes some of the, the, the crap that was the end of the world led to right. good bits So, how do we remember, in the middle of what's really just a bad day, not even the end of a chapter, that we've made it through all the beginnings and ends of chapters before? Well, think of it. Think about how overwhelming in the middle of the day one can feel. Right. By that little, this day. 
right. this day is like this big. Mm. But then if you look back over what really is big, big chapters, places where it felt like the end of the world, mm -hmm. okay, those were actually this big, and you made it through those. Why does it sometimes feel like the bits that are this big you can't? You know, I mean, I feel, I, okay, not meaning you as you. Say. I get what you say. It's like, why do you sometimes experience monumental situations as something normal? Well, why do you right. sometimes why do you take, experience? Why do you make mountains small, out of molehills? Exactly, exactly. It's why not, do you, why it's do you sometimes, sometimes the other way things. around? I got you. I got you. Oh, it's a mountain. I got to turn it into a molehill. Um, like you see the mountain, so you go, oh, I got to deal with it. I think, I think what happens is you get used to monumental situations happening really young. So I got, I got really used to like leaving like where i live really young because I, I i had i had moved a lot when i was young not not more than a whole bunch of people but i, I had moved no, no, a lot you moved a bunch yes 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 you can't you and can't measure that stuff it's how so was a kid. me going from me going from columbus to new york wasn't that big of a leap even though i didn't really want to go i didn't at all see myself having fun there i it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to adjust to that but Something like somebody passing away, I had had it happen before, but I was a little bit younger, so it wasn't really the same. But when someone passed away and I was a little bit older and I had a little bit more context, the relationship was different. It was a different scenario, mm -hmm. and it, it completely hit me differently. Like, sometimes, sometimes things can hit you differently just because you're in a different place in life. Or oh, maybe you've experienced different things and... and Sometimes that leads to, I'm going to take this super small situation and make it huge in my head. Yes, dude. Maybe even just because this situation's happened to me before and it was really bad the first time. So there's a similar situation and you're painting the next chapter based on experience. Exactly. So like you're trying, you're, okay, I see what you're saying. Right. Right, that what ends up getting you is, and like I said, I, that's why I said PTSD. It's that we all, there's like full on, hey, there's PTSD. And then there's the idea that our body is specifically made to react to situations. So, like, it learns. We learn, right? So then we try to set up situations where we can protect ourselves. So if previously when these few things happened, right. this happened, your body braces for that. Yeah. And what a trigger is, is that happening subconsciously. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. Well, and what I think of triggers as, I, I, I've like, I really want to get rid of the term trigger. Mm. I want people to call it a brain allergy. <laughs> well, no, that's not a bad. It's something bad. you're allergic to that causes a reaction. Uh -huh. Okay. It's not a trigger. It's not uh, a gun. It's not. It doesn't control you. Okay. It's something you're allergic to that, if a little at a time, you try and get used to it. You'll overcome it just like an allergy. Yeah. You know, and who knows? Maybe you'll need a bunch of psych meds. <laughs> but um, hey, everybody needs some Benadryl here. Right. But do you see what I mean? That if it's brain allergies, it's right along all of the physical things we understand. So, if you have a physical allergy, you have a physical reaction. If you have a mental allergy, you have a mental reaction. But it really is still all allergies. It's things you come into contact with that your body doesn't deal with well. Seeing it that way, for me at least, made it like, oh, wait a minute. It's not my fault if I'm allergic to bees. Right. 
Now I can, this stuff over here is not, a, oh, I'm weak and these are triggers. Right, 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 right. These are things that for some reason over time, because of my experience, has made me allergic to them. Yeah, yeah right. like I, I, I've, I've had enough reaction with this poisonous thing right. that when I get near something that reminds me of it, my brain goes, wait a minute, we're allergic to that. Right. So if you can step outside and see your reaction a little bit, mm -hmm. that alone I think helps. That, so when we come, speaking of brain allergies, <laughs> when you feel things ending or change, it's that chapter thing we're talking about. When you're moving into something new, when something old that you're used to is now over here and you're right. trying to figure out this, we have a brain allergy change. It's, we like, our body likes routine. It likes to know what's going on, whether we're talking about sleeping or how much water we drink or whatever, you know, proper exercise, all that. Our body likes a say, routine. The funny part is I probably have a brain allergy to the schedules. Absolutely. So I think I might. Just because, like, my life has been very hectic. Like, it's never been where I had a set schedule where I was doing something every day. Or, like, I would say the closest I got to that was in New York where I was going to Kung Fu every Friday. I was going to school every day. After... After school, I would usually hang out with my friends for a couple hours, and then I'd come home, do homework, and then it was, it was real structured and real orderly. And that was mostly because my family was staying on me and was constantly on me, like, hey, you need to get these things done. You need to how did, you how did it feel to be in that structure? Did the structure feel good, sort of? It, Could you lose yourself in it, it you know felt, what I mean? It felt good when I was following it, but when I was struggling against it, it didn't feel good. And the funny thing is, those that's a period of time you always speak highly of those experiences yeah so uh, yeah. we we avoid okay structure mm -hmm. it's just another thing we have to get used to yeah if what you're used to is chaos right because it, it really very much becomes a well what are you used to right. now one of the cool things and a buddy of mine i was talking to the other day um would have my Oki in uh, india we were talking about the idea that you can retrain your brain. Mm. That you can, one of the cool things is, we're basically a wiring schematic. Mm. It's basically a wiring thing. And so if you begin to think of the way your ideas work as traveling the easiest mm. wire, well, you're the electrician. Mm. You can force rewire things by you know, repeating things to yourself or right. by using mantras, all of right. some of them are meditative things. Some of those are, you know, find yourself help book or whatever. Right. But that the hard part we have to remember is analogies are something small. I definitely like that you can decide your like yeah. one of the joys of brain allergies is you just as much as you can talk yourself out of them. And, and that's the reason you begin to realize that you can talk yourself out of them because, oh, damn, I've been talking myself into them all along. I must be able to do it the other way, right? Right, 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 right. I mean, pretty much equal and opposite reactions and whatnot. I, uh, I will say, like, I also, I probably, I'm not used to having to do things that I don't want to do. I get that. Um, and I've noticed that, and I've tried to, like, figure out how I can get used to doing things that I don't like to do. No offense at all, you're basically a contrarian. If I tell you not to do something, I guarantee you will do it the next day. 
if I look at you and go, oh my God, you don't understand how bad I need this. I need this right now. You'll be like, oh, screw him. I, won't even, I, won't <laughs> I don't mean, uh, for the record, I'm giving extremes. I, I don't even, mean that literally. I, I wouldn't even call myself a contrarian. I just, I think I have, for some reason, like, when, when I, when I, like, okay, when I want to help somebody. Right. And what they're asking of me isn't something that I care much about. Like, it's, what am I trying to say? It's like, okay, if I don't mind doing the thing that they're asking for help about, then I'll do it. Easily. I don't mind helping I'll you. I'll do but, it easily. But if you could pick from one of I'm these saying, three no, things. No, 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 no. These what are I'm the three things I like to do when I help. So if, if if one of these three is what you would prefer, gotta, but please, please, no, not gotta, those two. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I have to get used to doing things that I don't want to do, and sometimes helping people entails doing things you don't want to do. Is there anybody over the age of 20 out there that just heard Ross say he needs to grow up? <laughs> Which is what it's an appropriate thing for an 18 year old to think. I'm laughing because I'm thinking, yeah, I do remember those thoughts. <laughs> Not like I feel like they're foreign or like it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Eventually you get kicked head enough times you've already accepted that part. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, folks? You're going to have to do some things. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really upset you about don't it. Want. It, just, it is what it is. Right. Well, as far as the rewiring, so. There was a chapter in my life where I had to make a concerted effort to rewire my brain. Mm -hmm. And the thing I had to rewire my brain to believe, okay. one of the possibilities, not the likelihood, not even to be expected, but one of the possibilities was tomorrow might be a little better than today was. Mm -hmm. That chances were it was going to be worse. But if you accepted that there was the possibility of a glimmer. Right. Having that hope for a better day. Well, it doesn't even, it's, but not an expectation. Tomorrow's probably going to be crap. But if I look hard enough, maybe. Yeah. And so what happens is you start looking. But I'm telling you, I had to say over and over and over and over again in my head, and it's all through my book at the beginning, is... I have to accept the idea that one of the possibilities is tomorrow might be a good day. And that one of the possibilities is if I'm not looking for it to be a good day, it might be a good day, I might just not notice it. Because whether or not it was a good day really wasn't reliant on me. To some extent, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. And that to some extent, some of those days where you're like, oh my God, this is the worst day ever. And then you stop and you have those two or three chapter ending moments and you're like, God, I'm full of shit. This is not the worst day ever. I will say, I will say almost every, every moment when I was at my lowest, there was always a thought of things can get better. But I've had to get used to the idea that I, I, I'm still in a negative space. Even if, even if I have that hope, I'm still in a negative space, but I have hope. So I need to like figure out how I can use this hope to minimize the negative space that I'm in and pull myself out. You know, right. like it's. Well, you you spend your time searching for that glimmer instead of yes, yeah, grinding your gears, overthinking been, on the other. I will say I've been pretty lucky that I usually like I I think 
in every dark moment, I've always had a glimmer of hope. I've been, I've been pretty lucky is maybe not the word. I've, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you've been... still, it's, I understand that there's, not everybody has that. I'll, I, I will flat out tell and you. And it's hard, it's hard to have um, that, too. At, the weird thing is, I'm not a person that could ever, like, think suicidally. I don't mean to bring that up in a questionable way. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have, I had, like, passive ideations. Didn't want to mm-hmm. be here. But yeah. too many responsibilities to consider those right. for me. Um, but there was nothing left of me in the world. Mm. You know, that I couldn't see where I existed anymore. Mm-hmm. That everything was that sense of all of the rest of it that I had to take care of. That I, was my one anchor. I was, I was really fortunate to have a really great family in that the idea that my family loved me has never left my mind. Like that, that yeah. just that fact has kept me from doing so many bad things to myself. Like just that fact, it 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 did something. Like I can't stress how important it is to tell your kids that that you love them and to give them hugs and to 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 like to give them that support. Yeah, like because just knowing that knowing that. I always had the possibility of going to my mom and whatever, whatever place we were in, whether or not we just had a bad argument or whatever, if I go to her and say, hey, I need help, she's going to drop everything and figure out what, what she needs to do. Well, I, I'm going to flat out go, no, I had backed myself into a hole. Mm. This is actually the hole in question. Um, there was really only one person really willing to sneak through it all. Right. And if he hadn't, I don't know what I would have done. He came to me and saw me when I really needed to be seen, when no one else was doing that, and gave me some tools. Mm-hmm. The, the, the beginning of the journal starts with my best friend going, dude, you got to start keeping track. You've got to have an idea where you're at. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep track of whether or not you're taking a shower. Right. You gotta like find a grip back on it and a way out of it and to see that it's not constant. Right. That it does ebb and flow. Right. But that's the reason we're keeping track of your numbers, everybody's it's to pre- see that there's an there's a, a up and down to it. There's a sometimes you're having good days, sometimes it's not all bad days. It's not all bad days. The Some thought days that can are happen is when you're having a bad day, it's really easy to think that every day is a bad day. Oh god, yeah. When you're in that hole. And I mean, if there's no one, it's it's not, and it feels like the end of the world. I 100%. And guess what? Guess what? Yeah. It feels like the entire end of the book. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, the mistake we make is we're coming to the end of a chapter, and we're thinking, oh, this is the end of the book. And it's not. And one of the things, if you look back and at least think about that, is you can look at where you are and go, As it doesn't mean it takes away from the fact that today's a bad day. Mm-hmm. Right, bad days. Right, right, right. It doesn't take away from the fact that there's going to be bad days or suffering. Right. But some perspective on the fact that you're tougher than you think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That... I mean, that's kind of the 
reality. I've always, I've always thought it was really important to try and reach out as much as I possibly can. I'm not very good at keeping in contact with people because I am kind of like, I, I, I distance myself a lot, but I, I still always try to ask my friends like, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Mm, yeah. Like stuff like little stuff like that, just because like I know people that see that as an op- as the only option, they really like they one hundred percent feel like they have no one. Right. It, it's not. It's not that like sometimes sometimes you can even even if even if it's not true. Sometimes you can you be can surrounded feel, by people and feel alone. Exactly. There's and nothing never, as lonely as a crowded room. You never know if you can be that person for somebody. You never know. So just asking the question of, hey, are you okay? How are you doing today? Just right. The little questions, if you keep putting those out, you never know. You could become that person for somebody. Not to say, Not to say that you have to stay that person for somebody, but... You could become that person for a short time just so that they can go and get some help so that they can figure out their life. Well, and I like to reach out to people and just go, hey, even if you can't reach out to me right now, I wanted to reach out to you and let you know I'm thinking about you. Right. That I know that at my lowest, it was, A, I wasn't answering the phone anymore. Mm. B, the text message was like, wait. Mm. It was like, oh, God, I have to answer that. Mm. That it didn't matter whether or not those were, and so it wasn't that I didn't, I wanted to talk to those people. Mm. But I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean that there were points where my brother would go months and he'd call every week. And I, I, I would text him every once in a while and there were a few times I texted him finally and I said, I want you to know that I appreciate every time you call. Mm. That no, I know that what you're doing is reaching out because you care about me and that means the world I'm sorry to meanwhile that I felt all kinds of guilt about the fact that I couldn't right. answer the phone. But that when you're at those chapter ending moments and you're sure it's the end of the book. Mm. And you're sure you'd be better off if you shut the book before the last few pages. Right. Yeah. Keep reading. If you're in hell, keep going. Isn't that the what they say? Yeah. You know? The thing to remember is your book has lots of chapters. You know, don't don't run out on a good story because you don't even know if it's a good story. Right, right. You don't know what happens next. Right. You think you know what happens next. You keep defining what happens next. Sometimes the book is terrible, but ages <laughs> Well, there are so many pieces of my life I can look at and go. If this didn't happen, if this didn't happen, if this didn't happen, if this didn't happen, I wouldn't be here. Is it all great? Was it all a good time? <laughs> Nobody promised a good time. Was there some of it was fun? Yeah, probably. But was it all lessened? You know, the trick is we were always in school. We're always in school. That's all we're doing here in my head is learning. Look at me now holding on to none of it. Right. <laughs> Class clown in the back going, neeny, neeny, boo, boo. <laughs> this conversation. Close my eyes. I don't see you. I will say this conversation makes me think about, I got, I got some people to call with text. I, I actually do a thing, not on purpose, but it'll be, I'll be meditating on gratitude. And sometimes it'll, I'll get a need. It's not a need. It just, I'll want to share it. 
and so what I'll do is I'll I'll reach start reach I'll reach out to people that I'm grateful for and just it's got to freak them out. I'll just be like, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about you. Wanted to tell you, you know what? I'm just really grateful for everything you are in my life. And the, I'm sure there are days really like, okay. What's wrong with Matt? And it's like no, no. I'm just I am very grateful for the people in my life. I will say the best part about my family loving God so much is that every once in a while I'll get a call from a family member and they're like. God put it on my heart to call you today. <laughs> I'm like that. That feels amazing. Even if, even if I don't believe in all the hype, that feels that feels well really good. I'm glad. No matter glad you took the time. Well, let, let, here's my thought. No matter what the reason is, no matter how you describe that energy, that spirit, that oh my gosh, you know what? I just felt today like I should reach out to somebody. Right. Rest that shit. Right. It doesn't mean I. I have a lot of conversations where I go, no, I'm not saying. I don't believe all of that or think those things. I'm saying that you guys are fighting over trying to describe the same thing. You guys are arguing over your nature. At this point, I don't really. The, I'm not. You're I'm fighting not, over definitions and words. I don't feel like I don't feel like talking about that stuff. I don't, I don't. What could be bigger than definitions and words? I felt only like there were major religious organizations whose books started off with bigger than definitions and words, and then went on to. Anyways, I will say I learned I learned a good amount from the, the arguments within the negotiation. But that being said, I think I think there's always a way. There's always a point to this chapter. In there's always head, something to learn. There's always I, always. I think there's always something to learn at every moment. Definitely. You know that there's constantly, even non. Don't don't let your ego get so big that you think the only thing they can teach you is humans. You know, to some extent. Chapter one. Chapter one. I was playing with my hair while Buckwheat played with his friends. That's why his hair was so terrible. He was always playing with his friends. They left me at home. Poor, poor Lady Marmalade. (laughs) (laughs) But seeing life as chapters as opposed to, you know, allowing yourself the fact that there will be new beginnings, there will be endings, it will come, this shall pass. You know, the good news is, this shall pass. You heard the bad news? It'll this shall pass. No, no, this <laughs> shall pass too. So the things you're attached to that you love, mm-hmm. yep, them. Mm-hmm. The things you're attached to that you hate that are driving you crazy right now, yep, them too. All of them pass. Right. So you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know, to some extent, that you think of your best chapters, usually the reason the end of the chapter was so rough was because the beginning felt so good. Mm-hmm. You know, that, wow, what a great story. And then, whoa, damn. Twist, twist. Good movie, though. Right. I mean, if you're going to write chapters, it's kind of the right way you want them to go. Right. You know, they kind of draw you in, you're having a good time, and then... <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, but, I mean, but the trick is, and then there's another chapter. There's new stuff. Yeah. There's stuff constantly ending and starting. There's just the ones that are driving us crazy in the individual moment. Mm-hmm. Because we don't deal with change. When we run into change, we immediately start looking at a situation and applying our previous experience. 
We don't even see the real situation in front of us because our brain, our perception, tries to figure out what it can do most to protect us. I think I think we do somewhat. I think somewhat we respond to change as well, but after a while of so much change, it becomes harder and harder to respond to. Well, you can become really good at, I think, responding to change, but then what you've done is added a new thing where you're not really involved. Well, the thing is, like you can, like you put, I don't know. My thought, my thought is, once you, once you go through a certain amount of changes, right? Eventually, you have so many experiences that you begin to associate new changes with old experiences, as opposed to viewing them as new changes. So you just you just copy and paste your answer for the first change. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you're not yeah. and what I, so what you've done is you've built up a wall that what it is is I'm used to change. So you don't enter the real experience because you're avoiding the exactly. pain at the end. Exactly. You're so, avoiding the experience. Right? Is what you're doing. Yeah. And you kind of want to be immersed. Because what if the experience today is the one that leads to the wild thing 20 years from now that you don't know anything about? The thing you have to remember is... A, B, C. Easy as one. Oh, sorry. I got got, got another chapter. Um, Okay. This chapter... Chapter two. ...is in a different place in the book. Not the same chapter. At all. You're reading multiple books. It may start the same. The reality is you're Mm -hmm. probably reading multiple books at the same time. Okay, I'll be honest, that, that, that breaks the analogy a little bit for me. I'm confused. <laughs> well, if you start to think about it, is there's chapters ending and starting all the time. Okay. So you're reading, there's a book called Relationships. There's a book called Work. Okay. There's a book called, and so they don't even all line up. Okay. And what the worst is, is when all the chapters end at one. <laughs> so does that? That's a rough one. Yeah. Trick is, you don't even know what this page means. You don't even, can't even tell what the chapter really means. That's not how books work. You know, you can think you know your story, but you can't skip ahead to read the end. I mean, you have the option of closing the book, I suppose, but that's not the same thing. Okay, I wonder if there's a chapter, I mean, if there's a book that the first chapter means something different once you get to the end. So you read the first chapter, and it means something. You have an idea of the first chapter. And then once you get to the end of the book, the first chapter, the meaning completely changes. That's how great, and don't you think that's how great books work? Well, I'm, yeah, I, I should probably read more. But that, it, it, it makes me, that I'm I, just, like, I just wonder I don't if there's have any the, books like that. Well, I, off the top of my head, absolutely yes and no, I don't have any to list. I got you. But in the sense of books that, no, that's the twist. Mm. The twist is when you think you know what's going, that's, that's the best movies you've watched. There you go. I can think of scripts. The the best thing in the world is when you're like, oh, here we go. I see. Oh, it's one of those movies. I love. What the? (laughs) I swear. Have you? I mean, you've seen Memento, right? Well, that's what if we took the chapters and put them all out of work? Pretty much. But that one. Fun fact. That's also how Pulp Fiction was done. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is like that. Pulp Fiction. He very much wanted it to feel like serial versions. Mm. So yeah, he did a weird thing where he flopped them around and popped them around. Yeah, I've never understood. I've never understood how Pulp Fiction, like the actual storyline, I've never understood it. Well, each one. That's because each one is supposed to stand alone separately, and then if you concentrate on all of them, you can see the story. Oh. 
you know, that he's supposed to throw the fight for Marcellus, and then he runs into Marcellus down in the dungeon, and then he saves Marcellus's ass. Ass. <laughs> but do you follow me? So there is actually a linear way you can see it, and it makes sense. You just make a play on, 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 on his name. No, 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 no. What happens to Marcellus and what? Marcellus Dwight last. No, no, no. It was that, uh, no, that, trust me. Okay. Trust me when I say it is his ass that it's a, yeah, no, no. I, I don't know if you remember the Gibbs scene and why he's forgiving of the fact he didn't throw the fight, but, uh, there you go. There you go. There was a Gimp involved. Let's leave it at that. Yup. Yup, yup. One eye that was winking at Marcellus Wallace that he was most worried about was not on his face. Just saying. But it is a fact, though, that when you start thinking of your chapters that way, mm. even if what if I could throw them around in different orders, right. or the idea that what you think is deeply meaningful now, there's a twist. What a twist? Well, no, the best the best movies have a twist. Yeah. Best books have a twist. Lives have twists. Okay. Don't be wrong. I'm not guaranteeing that that's where everybody ends up. But. Chapters. You know what? In the end. It's been a good show. Time to end this chapter. Tomorrow more stories. More stories. Tomorrow's Friday. It is. This week's gone by pretty quick. It really has. It's but been, it's been a good week. I think. It's been a good week. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Oh, really? These pages have been okay. Not sure about yeah. the chapter, but you know what? <laughs> we're, we're getting there, you know? Something like that, right? We're getting through the book. One day at a time. One page right. at a time. You can only read one page at a time, folks. Might as well do this page as best you can. Who knows what the next chapter is going to bring? <laughs> She shake facts. I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. Little, little bit short today, but we're <laughs> we got some medical things we're taking care of. Not us, just other people we care about. So we're gonna we're gonna head out here at about one o'clock and uh, see you all tomorrow. See ya. I didn't even realize we started late. That's what that is. Yeah.